This is Bill's Big Bag of, uh, of Jazz Onions um, on 106.6 FM.6 Cone Radio here and uh, Sundays. It's uh, every Sunday. Hello, I'm Bill Lawrence and this is my Big Bag of Jazz Onions. Due to its alienating nature, this high-pleasure jazz is broadcast on a Sunday evening when hardly anyone is listening. So, it's time to get comfortable and put on your most relaxing shoes to enjoy Bill's Big Bag of Jazz Onions. Evening, discerning jazz aficionados, and in the infinitely quotable words of Pink, let's get the party started. Different genre, I know, but as my yoga teacher tells me, I'm very flexible for my age. We've got musicians queuing down the stairs here at Colne Radio Towers, waiting to get into the studio to deliver rhythmic fronds of musical gorgeousness direct to your very own eardrums tonight. Where to start? Is that Gordon at the top of the stairs? No, there are no dressing rooms. Oh, gosh, how wonderful is the work of Gordon Goodwin's big fat bee. Heaven knows what the bee stands for, but I'm guessing based on the album Raymond Scott reimagined that it's botty or busty or bumption. Well, never mind. I think it's enough to say that this particular album succeeds in elevating what would otherwise be incidental music for a cartoon such as Daffy Duckling to a big-time band experience. Oh, just a minute, what's that? Excuse me, the producer has just kindly informed me that it's Gordon Goodwin's Big Fat Band-Aid. Sorry? No, Gordon Goodwin's Big Fat Band. Gosh, all right, now I get it. Then it is a big band, and therefore I was correct in surmising that this is a big band experience. Logistics in the studio might be tricky. In fact, if I had attended their February concert at the Colchester Arts Centre, there would have been plenty of stomping big fat tunes to keep myself warm to. Well, what more can I say to this oral experience? Just that if the concert had been on a Sunday evening, I don't think I would have gone. Too much noise for that time of the week, and not necessary, really, apart from which it clashes with Antiques Roadshow. No, on a winter's night, I think I'd prefer a little Schumann, or Val Dunican, even. So now they're ready, let's hear the naughty deliciousness of the Quartet San Francisco with Gordon Goodwin's Big Fat Bee, Powerhouse.
That was Gordon Goodwin's Big Fat Bee, with a rather ticklish powerhouse. Gordon, the door is under the green exit sign, and would you be a darling and take the Big Fat Bee with you? Now, I happen to know a little about this next group, a German fusion band called Marriage Material, formed by Lehrman and Steiger, long-time colleagues from the Berlin studio session scene. They invited fellow Berliners and ubiquitous session players Meinhardt and Merkeler to join in on what I think I'll describe as a hot cauldron of high-energy music. The album itself, Enchantment Under the Sea, one of the must-have-watched Jacques Cousteau as a child, is littered with interesting titles, Forced to be Happy, for example. This piece that they're going to play does contain what I would describe as a kind of jiggery vibraphone, offset by a smattering of guitar, and then just before the end, it gets all hot under the collar. Rather over-familiar, I think, but nevertheless, I did have to loosen my pearls a tad in rehearsal, as the studio is a little close, and with the heavy headphones on, that last drive of raucousness did bring me out in a welcome fuzzy glow. <laughs> but all in all, I'm not sure that I consider these young dramas to be actual marriage material. This idea that one can be forced to be happy, or indeed happy to be forced, is just a touch ultra-authoritarian, and we don't want any more of that, do we? But let's hear what they sound like. Thank you. 
few marriage material with happy to be forced. You can all go now. There's really only enough room for one small band at a time in the studio, let alone a big fat band. Yes, you've got to take the vibraphone with you. We've got a full-sized string quartet waiting to come in. Please don't argue. It's unbecoming for a jazzer. Malcolm, make a note of that man's name. It'll probably have umlauts in it. Talking of sweat, here is Sunborn, a six-piece instrumental group from Denmark that has released three albums, toured the world, and won Denmark's top music award, Danish Music Award slash Grammy, three times as the Cootie Mangoes. Aptly named track Night Sweats could be my favourite so far, and its tendency to spiral round reminds me of the famous techno-marching band Muta. And this is just an observation, mind you, but these Europeans do seem to be very adept at using their horns. I don't see any Essex bands like this busking in Colchester High Street. Perhaps Colchester City Council would consider them too noisy, maybe too progressive, or just too horny for local tastes. But I must confess, I am becoming partial to a frisky soupçon of horn. Gordon's big fat band, possibly Dutroux. I could get a little swamped by that. But as touted by Sunborn, there's a gentler but nevertheless firm swing to the rhythm of these horns. Yes, I could get to like the idea of this group sharing their Danish horn work locally in a few lively events this side of Michaelmas. Bring on the night sweats, Sunborn.
Night Sweats by Sunborn. And now they're probably off home to Copenhagen, lucky so-and-sos. Actually, they are beating a very hasty retreat. Is it the smell, do you think? Now for that deft drumstick dabbler, Mark Juliana. Oh, Mark, really, this rendition of a song by Fred Rogers is heart-melting. Fred Rogers, of course, is the man who Tom Hanks played in the film A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood, which really was a very affecting film about a popular USA media figure I'd never heard of, being British, that is. Perhaps you could make the point that the film, the character of Fred Rogers himself, and therefore, by association, this song, are cloyingly sentimental. But that might just be my Essex wind and sea-beaten callousness responding. The quartet delivering this slice of fresh pie on the window pane first recorded this in March 2021, along with tracks from Juliana's previous album, The Sound of Listening. It's a straight quartet with some freely improvised interludes and a sparse textural sublimity, whatever that is. But then you know how I like my jazz listeners. Oh no, actually you don't, since I am sitting in for Francis Fatty Butty Benson here at Colon Radio Towers on 106-point-something FM. Never much good since we went decimal in 1971. Honestly, I don't know why they employ that man. He knows nothing about this music. Fumbling about with his thesaurus and forever pushing his fat face too close to the microphone. It really does reflect badly on this show. I'm thinking of you, Nora Satby, in the bar at Wivenhoe House Hotel, delighting folk in the lounge with Bill's big bag of jazz onions every week. I'm sure she tweaks the volume knob when that man interrupts the jazz flow. Off you go, Mark, with When the Day Turns Into Night from the album Mischief. Thank you. 
Nothing more cool than listening to jazz. Actually, I should have said there's nothing cooler than listening to jazz here on Cone Radio 106FM.6. Enjoy. Thank you, Mark Juliana, for that oozingly chilled version of When the Day Turns Into Night. 
In case you accuse me of gratuitously excessive badinage, I'm only talking while the bands swap places. And this next one's got one of those oversized cello things. It's getting quite tropical in here. The glass is steamed up. I'm taking off my earrings. Cole and Radio have had to send the runner out for slush puppies. I haven't the faintest idea what they are, but they tell me no animals were harmed. Now for something not so different that it should be on another programme. On the album The Glass Hours, the bassist and composer Linda Mayhan O leads a dynamic group of unfeasibly talented minstrels. I must confess, I've not heard her work before. I am a fan of great bass, or do I mean large cello? Or drum and bass, hmm? And you hear in this track Phosphorus, a tough, rigorous underpinning of bass steering the very fluid delivery onwards.
Linda May Han owes Phosphorus a proper treat, like finding a pound coin unexpectedly in your pocket and buying a Cadbury's cream egg with it. Oops, have I got to say other cream eggs are available? Well, they are, but they're not as good. Golly, we've got Sunborn waiting outside wondering where the groupies are and asking for their riders. Good grief, boys. The delivery room moped left ages ago. Musos, eh? <laughs> Gift from the Trees is the fifth album by this next trio, the opportunistically named Mammal Hands, which I have to confess I dismissed during a period when there seemed to be a lot of young British jazz groups playing a similar vein of pseudo-experimental and yet strangely populist breed of gentrified hip jazz. Oh, I know, I can be so judgmental. That's why I got for left Hospital Radio. Oh, well, here is an exceptionally engaging piece and album that had me surprised by Nick Smart's piano work, by Jordan Mart's saxophone, and by the breathless percussion of Jesse Barrett. Now, if you knew how much I hate the saxophone, you'd be surprised by how engaged I found myself to be by this work. Too much blowing is tedious. Saxophone is to jazz what the electric guitar was to rock. One big pulsating phallus. Oh, gosh. Sorry, I didn't expect that to come out. I apologise to listeners for my frankness, but I'm sure you probably agree. Waving their big dongles around, who do they think they are? They're from Norwich, so that may well explain it. Here's Mammal Hands with Nightingale.
such soothing, chirruping sax work on Nightingale by those plucky boys of mammal hands. They didn't mind about the cheese sandwiches being a little bit stale, unlike some of our overseas guests. I must say the next piece comes as a surprise. A combination which you would not expect to work is wholly satisfactory. So this is legendary Indian percussionist and composer Trilok Gertu with an Italian string quartet, the Arche, hence the album name Archaeology. Does it perhaps recall the fine work by Nitin Sawney in the late 90s? I haven't a clue, but the card says yes. Both have in common an adventurous exploration of Indian and Mediterranean musical traditions. I can imagine that this will be very exciting live, because although it's played like jazz, it's not from that stable. It's a hybrid exploration that creates a new thing, and that's exactly what Roger said when we finally emerged from the bioluminescence of the North Norfolk coast that night. And to be perfectly frank, I can't say I've been the same since. I feel like I communed with nature in a way that my annual National Trust membership doesn't quite deliver. Yes, it promises wildness, you know, Dorset headlands and Cornish fishing coves, but there's a distance, a preciousness, you see, a sort of look-but-don't-touch to it all. Anyway, that's enough of that. Trilock and his string combo are ready to play Balato. Thank you. 
distinctive, wasn't it? Thank you, Trillock, and the arcade string quartet. Don't think we've had a full-sized string quartet in the studio since Bill's 40th birthday, do. A big, fat string quartet, if you will. Oh, Lord, some of Gordon's band are still in here. Look, chaps, couldn't you just share the same saxophone and save all this shuffling around and humping with instruments? I'm sure we've got a wet wipe you could use. Alas, we now come to the final offering of the evening. The Leboeuf brothers, Pascal and Remy, identical twins who play jazz. How to tell the difference? P for Pascal on piano and R for Remy on saxophone. Oh, and there's bassist Linda Mahan O on this track, too. There's a touch of Modesky Martin and Wood in the keyboard work, but don't let me lead you astray. This is a sonic number in that it's close, very hushed and intimate, almost Harold Buddy. Did I like it? Well, yes and no. As an experiment, yes, in that there's some nice melodies here and interesting collaboration. There's a rippling silkiness to this, which makes me think of hot butterscotch drizzled over lightly greased eunuchs. No, in that who needs nice melodies and interesting collaboration? There's a recession out there. This doesn't ease my purse or pay the heating bill I will receive this winter. And another thing, how do they find the time and money to do this stuff when there are folk who can barely afford the rent? Maybe I'm developing my own private birth with a completely innocent set of musicians. Perhaps I'm a little tired of being in this booth slash studio and need a nice cup of Darjeeling or perhaps a refreshing G&T. Roger has a nice habit of keeping the Gordons in the freezer. It just helps give an extra kick to proceedings, doesn't it? 
Anyway, this was Venetia Tardybint for one night only, as they said on the Full Monty, sitting in for Francis on BBBJO on 106 something decimal FM. Actually, if it's 106.6, don't you just round it up to 107? Heaven knows. Good evening, listeners, and thank you for joining me. Wrapping up tonight's show are the LeBeuf brothers with wedding plans from their album Hush. Malcolm, have the rest of them gone?
Bill's Big Bad of Jazz Onions is a Guppy production for Colm Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience. <laughs>